Welcome to the Crime Scene Time Machine. Scott Roder is a crime scene reconstruction expert, having traveled the world investigating countless murders. You are here because you are interested in the truth. Buckle up and let's take a ride in the Crime Scene Time Machine. And welcome aboard. <laughs> so in our continuing John F. Kennedy assassination series, today, not going to hear a lot from me. We're going to hear from John F. Kennedy himself. And he identifies in 1961 exactly who is going to kill him two years later. So take a listen. Tell me what you think. is repugnant in a free and open society and we are as a people inherently and historically opposed to secret societies to secret oaths and to secret proceedings we decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it and there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. And no official of my administration, whether his rank is high or low, civilian or military, should interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes. Our way of life is under attack. Those who make themselves our enemy are advancing around the globe. The survival of our friends is in danger. And yet no war has been declared. No borders have been crossed by marching troops. No missiles have been fired. If the press is awaiting a declaration of war, before it imposes the self-discipline of combat conditions, then I can only say that no war ever posed a greater threat to our security. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. But I would be failing in my duty to the nation in considering all of the responsibilities that we now bear and all of the means at hand to meet those responsibilities if I did not commend this problem to your attention and urge its thoughtful consideration. Now, that was a speech he gave 
to his own House and Senate warning them of this danger. And of course, they did nothing. And those were the people that killed him. And of course, the military-industrial complex that makes money off of war hated this next speech. Take a listen. It's extremely important. And that is the most important topic on earth, peace. What kind of a peace do I mean and what kind of a peace do we seek? Not a Pax Americana enforced on the world by American weapons of war. Not the peace of the grave or the security of the slave. I am talking about genuine peace, the kind of peace that makes life on earth worth living, and the kind that enables men and nations to grow and to hope and build a better life for their children. Not merely peace for Americans, but peace for all men and women. Not merely peace in our time, peace in all time. I speak of peace, therefore, as the necessary rational end of rational men. I realize the pursuit of peace is not as dramatic as the pursuit of war. And frequently the words of the pursuers fall on deaf ears, but we have no more urgent task. First, examine our attitude towards peace itself. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. CBS News. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The first reports say that President Kennedy has been seriously wounded by this shooting. In Dallas, Texas, the flash apparently official President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, some 38 minutes ago. Okay, folks, that's the show. Just a little educational reminder that um, there are real dangers out there. And uh, God willing, if we're brave enough to stand up to them, maybe one day, I don't know. Uh, the truth might be accepted. Unfortunately, I feel like everybody's so apathetic and so busy and bombarded with meaningless stuff that um, you just can't get their attention anymore. And uh, that's sad. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, rest in peace, Kennedys. And uh, all right, until next time, I love you, planet Earth. Be good to each other. Bye-bye.